Hey, this is Casey Kearney, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. On that slow moving train, running scared from a high stakes poker game. With my daddy's old acoustic guitar and just the clothes I was wearing. Oh, Howie, to be young again. <laughs> yeah, you said it, and that's, uh, and don't want to tease it for too long, but uh, that is going to be our interview, uh, Jay Edwards, and uh, man, uh, he was a fun guy to talk to. I wish we had a little more, a little more time, but uh, he was a little busy, and uh, we were trying to just kind of get him during his car ride. In fact, he was going to uh, visit a friend, and uh, I'll tell you, I got to give him a lot of credit. He really made sure he took the time out and uh, chatted with us. Yeah, he did. And you know, let's uh, let's first say, you know, thanks for tuning in for another episode. Stay tuned with Troy and Howie. Yep. Uh, here we here we are uh, kicking it for you every week, just you know strolling along, <laughs> and uh, we were lucky enough to get a little bit of time with Jay Edwards, as you were saying, and uh, you know even when there was a commitment that uh, wasn't quite what he thought it was as far as uh, the date and time, he still pulled along and uh, actually pushed his friends, uh, <laughs> you know, time back a little bit to to spend some time with us. So we sure do appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, t- tell us what type of guy he is. Yeah, know? yeah, what, yeah. I was I was just gonna say he's the type of guy that hey, if he has a commitment, he's sticking to it, and uh, I appreciate that with him. And he was really, honestly, he was a genuine, down to earth type of guy, and uh, uh, it was great. You know, he was actually in his car, like I said, going to meet a friend. And uh, if I if I saw it correctly, it looks like he was sitting in the parking lot for a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, outside the uh, restaurant where he was going to meet his buddy at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then he even got there on the, you know, even showed us when he when he finally got out of the vehicle there at the end of the interview. He was actually showing us to the place he was at too. So uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Uh, definitely would like to have him back without it. I think there's definitely more we can we can go into with him. But um, so yeah, that interview is coming up here a little bit later. Um, what does it feel like to have uh, football back though, Howie, for a little bit? My gosh. Yeah, I know. And uh, in fact, I was spending some time with Bruce yesterday. Uh, Bruce is our uh, last year's uh, winner. The the um, well, we still the don't have a show champion. name. <laughs> the inaugural champion. Right? The inaugural champion, Bruce. I was hanging out with him last night, and uh, we were watching his Cleveland Browns uh, play, and they actually looked pretty good. 
So uh, it's going to be an interesting division this year. It sure is. I mean, I mean, well, you have Cincinnati, but yeah. I think they're finally building pieces, but they just don't. They can't ever seem to get it going far enough to get past whoever happens to be the cream of the crop that at that year yep. in, in the AFC North, yep. whether it be Pittsburgh or Baltimore or yep. now even Cleveland rolling up. You yeah, know? exactly. They always find a way to to screw it up, right? They do. They do. <laughs> and it used to always be the Browns that would do that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For so, sure. For sure. Maybe their time's coming. Who knows? That's um, why it's fun to watch it, Troy. It is, because anything can happen, you know. And and honestly, you know, I, I don't wish this on anybody, but all it takes is one major injury, too, and all of a sudden that whole division opens up and you yeah. got somebody, you know, that's a player in there that you weren't expecting to be. So, um, oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so football's back. It's good to see. Um, you know, obviously this was the first preseason game for a lot of teams, and um, the only the only ones it wasn't was the Steelers and Cowboys because they opened in the Hall of Fame game. But right. um I didn't see too many starters playing this week. No. Um, yeah. So I'm wondering if they're going to save that for next week or or possibly even the last week of the preseason. Well, from what I've seen in the past, the, the second last week is usually when they do the starters and the last week is when they sit them out. Uh, right. Just to make sure they're. Yeah, because I think I think that last week is obviously it's it's the biggest cut going into uh, the regular season rosters. Right. So I think they want to get a really good look at the bottom end of the roster and know for sure and feel confident in who they want to keep. Yeah, most definitely. So, yeah, good to have football back. Um, I mean, um, I was uh, had a gathering last night, an 80s gathering, so that was interesting. So, uh, like, what, uh, did you Now, did you uh, have to put on a mullet or what, what was going I, on? I, you know, I would have dressed up if I would have had something, but I really didn't. So, oh, okay. Uh, you know, my wife did. She kind of had the uh, the neon going on, and she had like one of them them uh, fluffy skirts or whatever. Oh and, yeah, yeah. You know, like you know. So yeah, she kind of played the part. In fact, she won a gift a gift certificate for uh, one of the best dressed there. Oh so. wow! Yeah, so that was cool. That um, is cool. So yeah, we had a good time there. It's I mean, what four straight hours of eighties music? That was different and nice, and <laughs> and it was and it's and you know you would think oh four straight hours of eighties music, but they didn't even touch on a lot of it that you, you know, there's so many more. That, oh yeah. I mean, it's just crazy that, that, I don't know. Maybe it's cause I'm a little biased, but I think that was a pretty fun era of music. I thought so too. In fact, uh, when I, I'll go for like a, a nice little three mile run some, you know, every mm-hmm. other day. And, uh, one of my go-to playlists on my Sirius XM, uh, is the eighties. In fact, there's eighties, eighties okay. workout music. Okay. It's called, and uh, so I'm listening to you know, well, just you know, a lot of yeah. the up- is, it a lot, is it a lot of the '80s rock music? Too? Yeah, yeah, a lot of like the hair bands, you know, the Poisons and Def Leppards and Metallica. It's yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it's a good it's a good playlist when you're going for a run. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the country in the '80s. Now I know you're oh not, gosh, you know, no. a huge yeah, but um, I mean. 90s when it when it hit the 90s country music kind of took a better turn for me yeah. and they kind of lost me again a little bit in the early 2000s yeah but i'm kind of digging it again now some of the newer stuff has really kind of catch me so um yeah I you mean, know you got the country pop which is kind of neat i mean the wildfires kind of you know of the mm-hmm. of the uh era are kind of singing that and even yep. some of the older style like you know like our interview today i mean jay edwards yes. has that 
Um, I don't know why Merle Haggard keeps coming to mind when I think of Jay Edwards, but you know, it's almost like that, that, uh, well, I mean, they even describe him as that whiskey voice, that rustic old yeah. voice that it's just the, the, the raspy voice. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those, when he starts singing, I just like, you know what? I just want to hear it to the end. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, we opened the show there with young again and what a great song that is. I found that one this week, uh, you know, in our interview talking yeah. with him and uh, just kind of scrolling through his music. And I found out and really enjoyed it. It kind of has a Bob Seger vibe to it. Yeah, it does. Um, so that's a really cool uh, song. Um, it was also interesting to find out in our interview with him, as you'll hear, I think he touches on it a little bit. Um, that he's played so many different instruments. Like, that's so cool. You know, you'd think this guy just has a guitar and sings. And, you know, if he's, if when he's taking a look at him, you know what I mean? You wouldn't think he's like this um, musical savant, but he is. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So it, it was really a lot of fun getting to learn about Jay. Um, yes. And like I said, you know, earlier, like I really would like to have him back because I think there's so much more we can dive into with him. Well, Troy, he did say he wants to come back. So uh, we'll definitely uh, stay in touch with him. And uh, yeah, I would like to, there's a lot more I want to talk to him about too, even from the business end of what he does. Sure. Like to, sure. You know, because that's one of the things that always intrigues me personally. I like to learn a little yeah. bit more about, you know, what are like, how do they do this to support themselves and yeah. uh, and how do they promote themselves and all that good stuff? So, uh, well, I'll tell you one way they do that, Howie, how is they um, they create websites. Yeah. And his happens to be jedwardsmusic.net. And uh, you can go in there. You can find all his merchandise. You can find you can buy CDs there. You can yep. find um, uh, just different pictures. You go to the pictures or videos of songs he has. Um, you can find his tour dates and stuff on there. Um, and, uh, you know, definitely hit up his website, jedwardsmusic.net. Yes, indeed. Um, so I that being say, said, man, I think we should, uh, hear from him himself. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go right into it. And, uh, and you're going to be hearing, uh, Jay Edwards, uh, with our interview. And, uh, we pretty much jump right into the interview, by the way, it was, uh, kind of like on the fly on the go. And, uh, we just started talking. So. Uh, yeah, we'll go to Jay Edwards right after this quick commercial break. So we're speaking with Jay Edwards, and uh, Jay, we were reading in your bio, uh, you don't consider yourself a, a country artist. Uh, what What is it that you consider yourself? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think uh, a lot of my writing is, is country because I like those old country songs, but... Um, so funny story in 2009 i moved to nashville i was living in south carolina and i moved to nashville uh kind of just started coming back and forth a little bit at first i moved to nashville and uh i go through the steps you got to go down to nsai and let them evaluate you know did y'all see my fingers you know, evaluate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and back then it was still you know, it was like the gong show here in Nashville. It was still deny, deny, deny. And, oh, man, I sat down to sing my songs for them, and the first thing they said was, no, just keep on going to Memphis, son. Just keep on going to Memphis. <laughs> that is no lie. I can't tell you who said that, but uh, it was the guy. He said, just keep on going to Memphis. And uh -huh. uh, I said, well, I can write country songs. He said, nope, you can't even write country songs. <laughs> Yeah, let's see about that. Uh, the cool thing was, is that guy, a few years later, came back 
and made a post on one of my uh, one of my songs. I think it was um, "I'd Rather Be Lonely Here Than Lonely at Home." Okay, and uh, and he said, "Man, that is a really good old school country song." <laughs> and I didn't even tell him that I was the guy he told it would never. never <laughs> uh huh. Oh, that's great. And you know what, Jay? That even that title alone—if that—if that doesn't say country, what does it say, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, we did. We actually got a second listen from Mr. Merle Haggard before he passed away. Oh my! That's cool. Nothing, nothing more. But they just told me they said, uh, "Yeah, Merle was." It was going, or it went on the back of the bus and smoked a little bit and gave it one more listen. And, uh, but he passed away just a, a little after that. But, uh, uh, I'll take that to my grave. Heck That's yeah. I, it, wasn't, it wasn't a hold, it wasn't a cut, but it was yeah. a second by Merle Haggard. I love the old school. I love the old school hustling now. You know, selling out of your back of the back of your car and, uh, that's. Oh, that's dedication right there. Well, I don't know any other way, man. That was that was the way I was raised. My dad uh, traveled and and uh, you know for a long time in uh, in ministry, and uh, he and my mom both played music, and we we just traveled the country and and uh, mm-hmm. and stopped at one church. We uh, they used to sell albums and stuff too. So back when it was real records, yeah, so, yeah, we, yeah, that's. There's something about that sound too, right, Jay? That sound of the record, right? That that hissing, that popping, that yeah. yeah it's, I, it's crazy to think that that technology is now starting to make a comeback again. Like, I know, I know. it's yeah. I got a story for all these these comments, but uh, when I went to get my um, when I went to get my uh, something duplicated um, on this last thing, it was just just last year sometime. I went to get something duplicated. And, my uh my duplicator asked me he said so how many cassettes you want or he, I think he first of all said so are you going to do vinyl on this one and I said no I'm not ready for vinyl on that he said so how many cassettes do you want and I was like yeah yeah, yeah. he said that. he looked at me dead serious and he said man I'm telling you what's what's happening and he said is these guys from Belmont MTSU and coming out these college guys they're wanting that old cassette stuff. He said, I've done more cassettes than I have. This was last year. Oh, wow. Said, so even the, so the cassettes no, are even coming back now, too. Cassettes are coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just amazing, man. Just, just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I kind of like the records a little bit better just because, uh, I mean, I guess the cassettes are nice because they're easier to take in the vehicles and such. But with the records, you can at least find your spot on the song to – you know, to, to play the next track if you wanted to. With like I said, you just had to fast forward until you got to the end of it, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but we were we were getting there. They were they already had the the thing where you push the button and it would fast forward to the next. Ah, uh, good point. I um, forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the auto find or whatever. You're right. Uh, yes. Right. Oh my so, goodness. Um, um, so you really had no choice growing up though, then Jay? Did you? As far as you know, you, you're going to learn music, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it was. It was that way, um, and uh, and I like it. Uh, you know, I'm I'm really glad of the heritage and and what I got from my folks. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're exactly right. It was uh, when Dad settled down to pastor. Um, you know, I wanted to play drums, but there were always ten other drummers in the in the <laughs> church house, and uh, we were just. It was basically you. Um, 
you you figure out who wasn't going to make it that night, and that's the instrument that you had to fill in. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, so I always told them. Everybody asked me how many instruments I played, and I said, "Well, I play at a bunch of them, man. I mean, my I played trumpet in junior high, so okay. I took I took that to church, and I could play trumpet. Therefore, I could play some other brass instruments, and then my sister came along and played clarinet." And my brother picked up a saxophone, which I think we just bought one, and then that was the end of his lessons in saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> so once my sister Karen taught me a little bit about some, you know, the fingering on on the clarinet, I applied that to the saxophone, and we we'd work, we'd do something. If it was in the right key, I could. I sounded like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> okay. That's impressive. <laughs> you, you know, I mean. I guess, you know, you were saying with your, your album Cold that you have, you did a lot of the audio, the uh, all, a lot of the different instruments on that record. And, well, that, uh, was, that was the Average Guy record. Yeah, the Cold record. Oh, was the, the Average Guy record. Okay. It was the Average Guy record that came out. But, um, yeah, so I did all the, a lot of the instruments on that one. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive, though, because I get a kick out of some of these guys. Like, um, um, I was reading a little bit up Stuart Copeland of The Police that did an album where he played every instrument on the album. Yeah. Uh, Dave Dave Grohl obviously started Foo Fighters and played oh, yeah. when he first started Foo Fighters. He was the only Foo Fighter. He was the only guy, you know. And now that's a whole man. And that's that's just impressive to me to see guys do that that just can't sing or just don't play guitar. Just they do everything, and it, and it really makes you appreciate the musical talent they have. Well, that that comes back from like the eighties too. You know, Phil mm-hmm. Collins and and yes. uh, Howard Jones. Those guys, you know, man, they they just move from one thing to the next. Whatever's done. Funny you said Dave Grohl. Um, I remember uh, watching a documentary or a story that when the Foo Fighters came out and they were doing an album mm-hmm. that even though he was on guitar, that he went back and redid all the drums yes. like, and kind of offended the drummer. You know, yes. I don't know if he was but he offended the drummer because... Yeah, it's, it's not the guy that's the drummer now. Yeah, you're right. He went back and offended him because he, he's like... But, you know, it kind of gets like that, too, that... Um, um, I do believe the sound in your mind that you want, right? And if it doesn't come out that way, you're going to want to change it, right? I get it, yeah. And you gotta you gotta be able to let other people help you, you know, build and and uh, and and take you to areas that you've never been. It's got to be like a rubber band, and and the elasticity always has to be stretched and pulled. Um, But at the same time, you still have to stay true to you. Um, We were just talking about this today. That the story I heard. And I, I've always, I've got a lot of bad information over the years. So, but I think this is correct. The story that I heard was um, that. Uh, let me back up. Let this guy get in his vehicle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're speaking with we're speaking with Jay Edwards here. He's uh, he's taking some time away from us, and he's in the middle of driving. So, uh, <laughs> that's right. That's, that's okay. We want to let this guy uh, drive safe. So, if he needs to take a few seconds here to. <laughs> you know, to, to situate his vehicle, that's fine. No, I was sitting, yeah, I was sitting in a parking lot, and this guy, I thought I might be a little close to this guy, and but he wasn't in the car. Then here he comes, and sure enough, that's been my lot in life, man. If I, if we were to park the trailer near the door to unload and play a gig, yeah, I guarantee you, the minute we got the door open and got stuff on the ground, it was going to just 
go nuts. Either raining or somebody was going to come out and say, can you move? I got to go. (laughs) Of course. Back to the story story that I heard was that Stapleton's um, first record, uh, maybe, maybe the first national record that he was working on is the Chris Stapleton. I think, Mm -hmm. um, was, um, I think it, that he was, had signed with Sony and this is the story that I got. He'd signed with Sony. And so they put him with Tony Brown. Mm. Well, Tony Brown is, you know, like one of the most awesome producers here in Nashville. And he's worked with everybody and anybody. And, um, and they did 10, 10, 12 songs. I don't remember, but it was, it was a full album, not an EP. They did a full album. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, he looked at Tony and Tony looked at him and I think Tony even said, this is not a Chris Stapleton record. I just don't, you know, we didn't do it. It, it was overproduced or it, it just didn't uh, even. Oh, we lost him. We lost a little. There we go. Here. We got him back. Oh, we got him back. We got I've... him back. Yeah. <laughs> so when the producer says, I didn't produce the right record on you, you know, you got to, you know, something's wrong. Yeah. And that's when he, uh, the story I got was we went and did it, uh, I guess with Dave Cobb and, uh, it turned into the traveler record. So huh. Sony just had to want it because they had, they had, um, signed him, but yeah. Wow. That's, you know, it's funny you brought up, it's funny you brought up his name, Jay, because, uh, when Howie first, you know, introduced me to, uh, introduced you to me, I listened to you and right, and right away I was like, that's got a lot of Chris Stapleton to it. You uh-huh. know, that's what it reminded <laughs> he me. He did say that. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I tell everybody I'm his older brother. And they're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Who was your big influence? You yeah. <laughs> Who was your big <laughs> influence in country music or any music for that matter? Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we don't have the time for that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, my influence is, First of all, started in, in gospel, but there was always this thing in the back of my head. I don't know where I heard it, this old blues and, you know, the sound. I was 12 years old and I heard it on an old AM radio station. I heard Lightning Hopkins and I was like, he stole my song. That's my song. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the words, but I, I got a song in my head that just goes just like that. <laughs> um, so black gospel, come up with that quartet gospel. Uh-huh. Um and then, um, you know, the, what was moving in the eighties and the early eighties with the, with the Christian music and, and, uh, we were, they were just finally letting them, letting them let their hair down a little bit. And so that was cool. Yeah. Um, but you know, there was always that old seventies rock. Um, and, and that old country, man, I used to, my uncle got me hooked in the old school country with, um, uh, T. Graham Brown and T. G. Shepherd, but because those guys still had, they had some soul in them too. Yeah, right. So uh, that's the one thing I, I think that that where you put me in the in the class of the country music is because my songwriting is still that old Vern Gosden style, and yep. I believe I believe in a setup, I believe in a hook, not just a phrase, but a hook that makes people say, oh. That's what I was trying to say right oh, there. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Not cliche, but yeah, I wanted to explain it like that so people could get it and say, 
Oh, it hit me right there. I got it. Okay. Got it. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. And you, and you know, that's, you, that's a perfect, you, you stated that perfectly because I didn't know how else to say it, but like your songwriting and your ability does remind me so much of country. However, you do have that soul and that gospel in your voice. You can yeah. tell it, it's not just a country twist and that, that does yeah. set you apart. Keep on going to Memphis, son. Just keep on going to Memphis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm here for you. Uh, yeah. Did they want to send you down to the Bible bed or up to Motown, maybe? Or? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I, I think. Um, well, they, they, I think they just wanted me to go do more of the blues stuff, and, and even the songwriters here, man. Sometimes they're like, "Hey, man, come on, let's sit down and write an old blues song." And I was like, "Dude." I do not need help writing any more blues music. I got, I got blues music from, you know, 25 years ago. I, I, right now, let's let's sit down and write something that's going to uh, – it, it doesn't have to get cut. I don't think, you know, some of this stuff's ever going to get cut on the radio. But mm-hmm. but it will be something that somewhere someone says, man, that song – well, I did an old album back in 2005, the What You Doing album. I took it down because the production on it was just – kind of awful okay sure you know i still have people i i went back and redid it here a couple of years ago and i was just gonna ask you that played the instruments and everything but um i i redid it but I, it was because i had so many people that came to me about with that album and, and big you know six foot five guys with biker dudes and say so pull me aside and it's a hey I'm tell you something. You tell anybody else, I'll kill you. Left <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Charleston, South Carolina, last night, and drove two hours back to Columbia, and I listened to the same song, "One Last Place to Stop Before I Get Home," on repeat for two hours, and bawled and squalled like a baby. You tell anybody, yeah, I'll catch you. So, so if you're listening out there. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, he, he just told us. <laughs> I don't know no name, Steve. <laughs> oh man! So um, oh, that's great. So is there any? Hey, is there anybody the who? Have a heart, right? Yes. Oh yeah. I'm a big guy. I'm six five myself. Oh wow! There you go. Oh yeah, man. There you I, go. Yeah. Well, that well, you see the beard and everything, and a uh, funny story about that. Maybe I'll, I can tell you all my stories. No, we'd be here forever. <laughs> um, but I jumped. We can always the, have you back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I'll save some. Uh, man, I got tons of them. But I jumped on a little jet plane and went down uh, with my friend, Mr. John Schneider. And uh, we went down to Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, and um, for Kid Rock's birthday bash. <laughs> and it was the Jeez. coolest thing because there was like four of us, me and John and a couple other guys, Jacob Lydon and, and um, uh, Christian Davis. And we were up on the stage. And everybody else is, you know, rocking out and guitars. And um, it, it was just crazy. And then here's these four guys walk up with acoustic guitars and sit on the stools and start singing songs <laughs> they wrote. But it was fine. It was a hit. And it did great. Yeah. But the thing about it was is that Jamie Johnson was playing on there, too. Okay. And uh, he was on one of the big, big stages. And, and uh, so the first day we got that, we got there in the middle of the night. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what shape I was in, but we got there in the middle of the night. And uh, 
and so I woke up the next morning. It had been a rough night, and I got up the next morning. Everybody was gone, and uh, Jacob was staying in a room with me, and he was gone. And so I just got up and put on my normal attire, my boots and uh, and my jeans and a, probably a short sleeve shirt over a T-shirt. And I got walking around, and there's nothing but swimming pools. And so there's people in bathing suits and bikinis just everywhere. <laughs> but all of them were like, hey, Jay, we're so glad to have you. Jay, That's glad awesome. to see you. Jay, oh, it's so awesome that you're here. And I was like, I didn't even know they knew I was coming. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, then it dawned on me. They thought I was Jamie Johnson. So, <laughs> so oh. we finally did get up next to Jamie. And, you know, I'm a foot and a half taller than that joker. <laughs> How did they do that? Yeah, right. We went down a rabbit hole with that one, didn't we? Oh, yeah. But you know what? You can't do a name drop and uh, and not mention, you know what? Oh, uh, yeah. I went down on a jetliner with John Snyder and played with uh, Kid Rock. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. First of all, you know, I you know I did know that you did have some kind of connection with John because you and John had the same promoter. And um, yeah. but so I'm assuming is that how you met or, you know, what's what's the connection there? Uh, the, I met John, uh, in 2018. Um, yes. And then I met Barry, uh, through John. Oh, okay. Uh, because I met John in 2018, um, doing, uh, another friend of mine. I, I won't do no more name dropping, but <laughs> no, go for it. <laughs> came to me and he said, Hey, um, the funny thing is I was doing a jingle for him. So I was singing about some, some, uh, truck dealership down in Beaumont, Texas. Hmm. And then he said, well, come out tomorrow. And let's go to do CRS. Well, uh, country radio seminar. Mm-hmm. And it's at the Omni. And I don't even, I don't even know if we were supposed to be up there playing, but we pulled up at this booth and they had a little sound system and I was playing and people were in the back doing different interviews and they had it curtained off, big, tall curtains. And so I'm sitting there. I just started to sing a song. I opened my mouth and sang the first words. And the curtain comes open, and John Schneider steps out. Bo Duke himself steps out. <laughs> and his eyes got real big, you know, like I'd impressed him. And he looked right at me. And, I mean, I couldn't think of anything to do, so I just said, Hey, John. He stuck around, and when I finished the song, he walked up, and he said, hey, uh, you still here in Nashville? And I said, yeah. He said, would you be interested right in writing a song with me? Hmm. I said, no, I don't really. No, I didn't. I said, <laughs> you know, and, Are you uh, kidding me? <laughs> yeah, he wrote his number on the back of a sticker, whatever the booth we were at, had took the sticker, flipped it over, borrowed a pen, wrote his number, and gave it to me. And um, I waited a couple of days and called him, and uh, and then fine looking woman, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta wait. You gotta wait a couple of days. You can't call right away. <laughs> <laughs> My wife says, you know, he's having his birthday party like in two weeks, and down in Holden, Louisiana, and I got family down there, and so I sent him a message, and I said, man, I know this is very aggressive, but. I'd come in and hang out with you at your birthday and play if you if you don't have all the slots filled. 
And he was like, hey, man, come down here and stay all three days. And let's party. We'll hang out. We'll have a great time. And that <laughs> kicked it off, man. We just, uh, 2019, he cut a couple of my songs and put them in, um, put them in his Redneck Rebel um, album. And, and we just, we, we didn't do a lot last year because um, I, I got, uh, I just had to stay at the house some. And mm-hmm. I went out on the road a lot last year and, and then they canceled shows while I was there, uh, you know, to walk on. And at my level, I couldn't, I just couldn't handle it. It, it, uh, it was about to kill me. So I came home and uh, didn't go to his birthday party last year, but we went this year. And it's just, I'm out on the road with him now doing him and Cody McCarver from Confederate Railroad. Oh, wow. Keith, oh, yeah. Okay. Keith Burns from Trick Pony. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a few more of them. There's some more actors and stuff that come in, and and we just all have a great big time, man. And uh, they're playing drive-in theaters until it gets dark, and then they play the movies that they they're making down there and holding. Huh, and wow. then they they've got a generally modified car for dirt track, so we play raceways until the race starts, and then. John gets out there and drives. John and Alicia get out there and drive around the dirt track. Get out. Um, yeah, he's racing cars and everything. And so it's it's really cool, man. Yeah. That's awesome. It sounds like you turned into one of your better friends you have now. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he, he's a cool cat. I, mm-hmm. I don't, you know, uh, I, think, I think a lot of people have just different ideas about him and stuff. He's played some yeah. crazy characters, you know, in the past. But sure. Um, but man, you know, think about in the '80s. He had what three or four number one hits. They were yeah, and they're awesome and still relevant to country music today. Yeah, so. yeah. So he's he's doing okay for himself, and it sounds like you're doing pretty good for yourself as well. Uh, you're getting out yeah. and uh, doing some touring, and uh, I saw yeah. in uh, I saw in September you're going to actually be up our way or in our state at least uh, in Pennsylvania, and um, oh yeah, well that's a so. Funny you brought that up. After 50, 40-something years of playing music, about three years ago, I decided to grow a beard. Never had long hair, never had a beard. Shut up. Are you serious? Look at this. I had this beard about one year, (laughs) and two boys came into the places where I was playing, sat there the whole day, and it wasn't, it was an off day, and I don't know why I was even playing that day, Yeah, but... He came in as downtown Nashville, and when I got done, I was telling them, "Hey, thanks for hanging out." And they said, what "Kind of product you put on your beard," which is funny because I was like, "Man, I don't know nothing about keeping no beard." Right. And they said, "Well, uh, we have a company called Honest Amish up in Pennsylvania, and oh, nice. uh, we'd like to talk with you." They became a sponsor, and. They've been sponsoring me for three years. It's over I, on the western side of Pennsylvania. I did see that on your website. Now that you say that, yeah, we're we're <laughs> about to go out on the Honest Amish tour. No lie, oh, that's yeah, awesome. That's... All that music, and I end up with a beard endorsement. And now that's going to be the guys that are putting us out there on tour. Well, if you're going to so, do an Honest Amish tour, we live <laughs> we live in Lebanon and Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, which is the heart of Amish country. So okay. you definitely have to play in this area. Yeah. Well, the, the beard championships are, is what, and that's what you're talking about in, in Scranton in September. 
and we're supposed to be coming up there for that. So oh, excellent. Uh, yeah, that's that's about two hours north. Yeah, it's about two hours that's from us. Yeah. All right. So, well, let's see. So then you're you're below around or Pittsburgh or? No, we're on the east side of the state. We're right near okay. Hershey. Okay. Yeah, we're. Do you know we're about? Her, do you know where Hershey is? The, the, the home of chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Yep. Yeah, yep, that's, that's, yeah we're that. about a, we're about a half hour from there. So. Okay. Oh, cool, man. Hey, I can drive. I know. I know how to get there. <laughs> uh, well, you're always welcome in this area. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be that would be neat Thank to you, definitely see you play. So. Thank you so much. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so Jay. Um. Interested in um. Album released in 2005, and I'm sorry I don't remember the name of it right now. But the one you said you weren't too happy with the production on it, or um. But then you it redid called, it. Yeah, it was called What You Doing. Okay. Like, W H A T C H A, gotcha. D O I N, yeah. What you doing? I gotcha. So I went so back did and you, I redid it. We called it what you what doing. So when you redid it, is is it now? Is it released now again? That you can get it again now? Or no? No. I'll send you a copy of it, but it's it's mostly for the folks that say, "Oh man." It, so here's the weirdest thing. It's like. You know, my demographics are from five to 105. <laughs> if I've heard this once, I've heard it a million times. Somebody says, um, hey, man, I got to get another CD. Our 16-year-old just got her first car, and she stole my J. Edwards CD. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so, um, so, or, you know, hey, I got to get a... I got to get a couple of copies. My wife has stole mine and she won't let me have mine back. So it's, um, I, I think it's just, we got great friend fans and, yeah. And, uh, and I want to keep that music alive. I would love to go back and do that album live. Mm. Just okay. maybe add a couple more songs to it, but go back and do that, that full album live. Start one, the song one, but just, just have that live feel to it. And, mm. and, uh, I think that would be just amazing. I mean, can you imagine other artists? Think of think of some of your favorite artists right now and those albums. And then just think if you had that album, but it was live. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. maybe nobody else gets excited over that stuff like that. No, no, I, I do. I do because um, a band that's from our area, one of my favorite bands of all time is um, the band Live. I don't know if you know who they are or not. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the album they had, their second album they released was called Throwing Copper, and um, I went and seen them about three years ago, and I it was it was the 25th I think anniversary of the release of that album, and I was so excited. I'm like, oh, it's, they're probably just going to do the whole album, the whole album straight through. They yeah. didn't, so I was a little disappointed about that. But I mean, still a great show. But <laughs> right, but yeah, no, I I know exactly what you're saying. There's something about when you first hear an album like that, and it, it captures you, and yeah. you end up listening to the whole album the whole way through. And you're right to be able to go and hear something like that live. Then would be really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I think that we need to get back to some of that stuff. And I don't know if anybody's actually even really doing live albums anymore. We got right. live stream, so you know what's what's we, the deal we with t- doing a live we, we talk with a lot of people in a lot of different genres, and um, we um, a friend of mine who, who's a hip hop artist. He just released an album, and um, at his release party for the album he actually did the whole album straight through so oh, that was pretty wow. cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> really really cool i i can i can just see it i i can see people that would say 
you know, yeah, I can go to the concert and you say, we're going to do what you do in live. Oh, I'm going there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely. Gonna that. Yeah. I'm going to do yeah, that. that. That's really cool. Yeah. You it, need to. There's usually, there's usually a lot of thought and put, um, put into as, you know, where you're going to lay out the songs on the, on the album, you know, where right. you're going to have the crescendos and maybe it's going to come back down a little bit and then it's going to come back up with another song. So yeah. hearing that live and not just having all the songs, boom, boom, all, you know, all the, all the hits, right. Boom, boom, back to back. Then you got a little bit of a wall or whatever. Like this, this, the, the way an album is laid out is it's supposed to be yeah. crescendoed and you know what I mean? Like it's, there's a reason it's put that way. Yeah. So I, one of the best compliments I got was from somebody who said, who picks out the way you put your albums out? That's <laughs> me. I got, I got yeah. the numbers. I, I know what I want to do. And, and, um, so it's 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 all me. I, I do it that way, and, and it's got to be that way. It's got to be where people can get on and off. It's like a it's like a little short train mm-hmm. state of train that keeps coming around the station. Yeah, and absolutely. If you, if you get it too fast, people try to jump on. It's going to rip their arm off. So you got to, <laughs> yeah. you know, you got to kind of let them let that thing slow down every so often and let somebody get on, mm-hmm. and then bring it back to, you know, to where it needs to be. So it, it's it's, I don't know. So I don't my, know the, the technical words for it. I just know what I like to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I guess my, exactly my question uh, for you then is, uh, you know, because you like to do things the way you like to do them, have you ever had an interest in having uh, another label like sign you or are you preferring just to do everything on your own and, and do it your way? Um, I would like to have some help uh-huh. that um, and a label could do that. We we're, I actually have a meeting tomorrow with a guy who wants to shop to a certain amount of labels, but we've already had this conversation about which labels it would be. And it would definitely be the ones that would leave me alone. Let me do what I want to. Okay. And then they would, they would help promote, um, you know, maybe, maybe have a label for just a distribution, um, get signed to a distribution deal or something. Sure. Might be, might be better than, um, so, um, I would I would like to have the help, um, but uh, so I won't not drop any names like Sony. But yeah, I did. So I sat down with Sony two weeks <laughs> before the Cold Record came out, and uh, and I, you know, I said so. We were talking, and they were like, "Okay, here's what we want you to do. We want to uh, you to take our songs and." And we want to get you in the studio with our songs and these songs that we got. And I said, guys, you know, I got a radio, I got an album coming out in two weeks. And they were like, well, um, we need you to kind of hold off on that. Cause you know, it took us 18 months to get Luke Bryan to where he was when, and I said, I'm not Luke Bryan guys. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. And, um, so, um, <laughs> so anyway, it was, uh, it was just kind of crazy. And, uh, we, uh, um, I, 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 so they said no, you know, after a while, well, they didn't really say no. They just said, okay, we'll talk next week. And we, it's been what, three years. Oh, okay. So, well, <laughs> you know, it's a <laughs> next week. Hey, we lost week. track of time, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, um, I would, um, I would, I would, I would go for the help, you know, and sure. uh, we could really use the help and a lot of stuff. Barry, uh, you, you guys know my, my new publicist, and Barry's done a lot yeah. of work here just the last couple of months, um, and that would be really cool. Um, as a songwriter, 
you know, I could use help from a label or a publisher in pitching the songs and getting them out mm-hmm. there. Sure. Um, well, but, um, yeah. yeah, but for the most part, I, I just, I basically want to do my own deal and, and, and roll with it. Yeah, definitely understand that. Well, best, best of luck with those meetings and I hope they go the way you want them to. And I hope everything works out for you. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, obviously your last album you released is the cold album. And, um, did you, are you, are you, I, I know you said kind of at the beginning of this interview, you're working on their stuff. Is there another album kind of coming up soon? Yeah. Um, that's, that's kind of why we did the little average guy thing in the middle of COVID and, uh, and we did release it, it, but it just, you know, it didn't, we didn't have the flair or that we tried to have with the, with the first one and we still are pushing up. But, um, it's time. That was last April and it's time. Mm-hmm. I'm so backlogged right now with all the songs and, and, uh, that I've written that, uh, you know, I, I, I need to be doing an album about every eight months right now just to get caught up. Oh, wow. And it would, it would still be, it'd still be, you know, a few years before I was caught up. And, and, and that's, that's what happens too as a, as a sports songwriter is that if you've got all those songs and they're just sitting there, you yep. play them at the shows and people are requesting them, the people that are your fans and they request them. Right. You don't record it and they're saying, where can I get that? Where can mm-hmm. I get that? You don't have it recorded. It kind of puts a little damper on you writing more stuff because you feel like you're just going to be throwing it up on the pile. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, Jay, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you too long from your buddy uh, that you went to visit. <laughs> but um, but I did want to. I did want to mention. What's that? He just texted me and said, "Am I in the wrong place?" <laughs> uh, but yeah, before before we let you go, I wanted to kind of bring up your daughter because you had mentioned that Cricket uh, not only sings uh, some vocals with you. Uh, and we and I did get to see her in, uh, on YouTube a couple times, and she's got an amazing voice. Um, she's, yeah. What she's is she amazing. doing with herself in regards to uh, getting herself out there? Well, um, she, so when, when COVID came around, she took some time off to, um, just kind of hibernate, um, basically, but she had gone down to Broadway and second Avenue and started playing on there and put her some, a band together and a group of guys to play. Mm-hmm. They were doing a lot of cover stuff and, and she still does, you know, some covers, but does it her own way. And, um, it was all real cool. Um, and then COVID hit. And so she just kind of hibernated. She got her a little job at a, at a, uh, coffee shop and, uh, and they survived. And then here, um, this last year now for 2021, she's been going in the studio and working with some of our friends, um, on, on some, on her music. So Mm -hmm. she's, she's about to come out with a new, a new project and some things like that. That's awesome. Awesome. Best of luck. So yeah, thanks a lot, Jay Edwards. You can catch him on jayedwardsmusic.net. Uh, you can yep. see all his merchandise on there, all his albums, uh, check out his touring. Um, I did have your tours coming up here. Uh, he is going to be, um, where did I see you? on Sunday, August 22nd, ocean Springs. Uh, is that Mississippi? Is that where you're yep. going to be? Okay. Yep. And then Thursday, August 26th in Mobile, Alabama. Friday, August twenty seventh in Pensacola, Florida, and also the twenty eighth as well. Yeah. Um, and oh, and the twenty ninth. You got a you got a weekend show there, huh? That's Florabama. Yeah, that's we're blowing it out down at Florabama. That's big. <laughs> I just added two Kentucky dates to this weekend. So oh, Friday and awesome. Saturday will be in Lexington, Kentucky. 
So that's awesome. We are running and gunning, boys. That's all you can so. do, right? And hey, uh, I appreciate you taking the time out and chatting with us, uh, Jay. Problem. So yeah. I'm glad I keep, grinding, I keep, gr- keep grinding and uh you know we'll be in contact and uh maybe we can do this again in the future yeah, yeah. definitely music, music city bar and grill back there behind us. oh, oh there he is. Look nice at look at that you, you, ta- you take a guitar in with you nah i'll probably just go and hang out <laughs> <with you. laughs> i don't well, know you never know i usually get, get drug up on the stage for something <laughs> <laughs> well tell you tell your friend we said we're sorry and uh and uh tell him too bad suck it up Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Coming tomorrow. We'll do it again. No, All right. No. I appreciate that. Thanks. Thank you so much, man. This is so much fun. Good. I'm glad. You you have a great rest of your uh, evening. All right, guys. We'll see you. All right. See ya. You know, Troy, my car still has a CD player in it, so I'm really, I'm really thinking I'm gonna get one of his CDs. You gotta order a CD, yeah. huh? I'm gonna see if he'll sign it for me too while we're at it. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, I have two. You know, we have two vehicles, and one of them still has a CD player. The other one does not anymore. <laughs> um, so, crazy to think, right? Oh yeah. Well, you know what? Um, we were kind of talking. Uh, during the um, during the interview or during the commercial, I should say, um, you know, some of the things that stuck out, and I'll tell you what I did forget is how he originally did the hustling. Yeah, you know, he was yeah, he was out of the back of his car, back of his car right? along the side of a road, basically, and uh, yeah, there's a guy who uh, really uh, he went the hardcore route. You know, he wasn't yeah. playing around. Yeah, but he doesn't have to do that anymore because now you can go to his website, jwhereismusic.net. And uh, by the way, that is just a J. Yeah. Just just the letter J. Yeah. Um, J, J edwardsmusic.net. Now you can go there and buy a CD or buy his merch or, uh, yeah. you know, you can actually listen to his songs right off his website too if you want to. Um, really cool website he has here. It tells you a little bit about his bio. And Howie, I know something on that website that in his bio really stuck out to you. Oh yeah. Um, let me see if I can uh, find it here. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I like the line here. While other babies were grasping at rattles, he was playing black gospel tambourine from under the front pew of the Holy Roller Church. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's cool. And yeah. then uh, you know, also you know, he talked about this in his interview. But I, you know, there's another line in here, and uh, you know, about him learning how to write his first official song at the age of nine. Yeah, and. Um, Said it wasn't long before whoever wasn't showing up for the church band, he would grab that instrument and whichever one was unoccupied and he'd play it. And you, you know, know what? And, it's, and, yeah, it's just called taking advantage of the moment, right? And yeah, I think that's yeah. what he's about. He's taking advantage of the moment, and uh, yeah, he's he's definitely getting a lot of uh, you know he's getting a lot of uh, shows going on. He's all around too. I mean, he's. What is he uh, coming up uh, August twenty second? He's going to be, oh my, that's uh, that's already this Sunday that's next week. Next week, yeah. yeah. Uh, so August twenty second at one o'clock, he's going to be in Ocean Springs, uh, Mississippi, and uh, it says Mississippi Glory Bound. I'm not sure what that means, but uh, I, that might be the name of the venue. Yeah, probably. And then mm-hmm. um, you know, then that following Thursday, August twenty sixth, he's going to be in Mobile, Alabama. 
Uh, and then uh, Pensacola, Florida. Um, and these are all in August. And then uh, September, he's actually going to be up our way, Troy. He's yep. uh, he's going to be playing in Bulger, PA, uh, Bulger, Pennsylvania, which is a little bit of a hike for us, but it's still Pennsylvania. Yep. Uh, and that's Saturday, September 4th at 8 o'clock. So uh, I'll tell you, I, I don't know what I'm doing that weekend, but that would be kind of a fun uh, trip to make up and, and check him out. It would. Didn't we, now, didn't we look that up before, though, and didn't we find out that was um... – that's out western PA, isn't it? Yeah, I think we thought that was. I think it was out near Pittsburgh somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. If that's yeah. the case, I, I definitely can't do it. That's a four-hour trip for me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because I, I remember when we were first talking about it, we thought it might have been closer to the Scranton area, but I think after we looked it up, it was closer to the Pittsburgh yeah. area. Yeah. So we kind of had that a little goofed up, but um, I mean, I'm hoping you know that he does get somewhere a little bit closer to us because uh, I'd, I'd like to check him out. I'd like to meet him. Um, you know, he seems, seems like a really great guy. Oh yeah. Um, I'm sure you got that impression from the interview. And like I said, you know, even, even, you know, having his, uh, schedule kind of, um, goofed up there, like he thought the interview was only scheduled for the following week still to realize that, um, he had that commitment and, uh, didn't want to let us down. I was like, Hey, you know, I'm going to, I'll do this while I'm driving. And, uh, just uh, leave my buddy hang on here for an extra 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and you know what? We kicked back. We had a good time. And, uh, yeah, like you said, you know, I wish we had a little more time with him. But we'll get that. We'll we'll get another yeah. chance to chat with him. And, uh, yeah, fun guy to talk about. And uh, thank you, Barry, by the way, for – and that's Barry, his promoter, uh, for introducing us to him. And uh, I appreciate that a lot as well. And once again, Jay Edwards, that's the letter J – Edwards, E-D-W-A-R-D-S dot net. And his J. Edwards website, Music. J. Oh, Edwards is it, music is it J. Edwards? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, so J. Edwards Music dot net. And uh, the website is really easy to, to navigate. So It uh, is super easy. Yeah. yeah, they did a great job laying this out, making it not too hard and how to find things. And, uh, you know, there's contact information. If you, if you have a, a business or a venue where you'd like him to perform, I'm sure you can get a hold of him here. Uh, yep. It says booking. Um, you know, EPK, Jay Edwards. Uh, I mean, all, and there's even people, there's even reviews on here from people that have heard him saying it stuff. So. Oh, yeah. So, and by the way, go on his, uh, yeah, uh, contact him and let him know how much you enjoyed his interview on our show. Yeah. I mean, you can find, he has all his social media links, you know, um, whether it be Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, it's all on here as well. Uh huh. Um, yeah, really cool. I hope you dig his music. I hope you look into him a little bit. Um, you know, again, you know, here's another person that I never would have known or found out about had we not had the chance to interview him and he's gained another fan. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like two fans, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, it just, yeah. I mean, great music. He does a great job and, uh, I'm happy that I found, him. you know, his, his songs have now made it into my rotation. So. Yep. Most definitely. All right. Well, yeah. Once again, thank you, Jay. And, uh, we appreciate chatting with you and we will definitely uh, stay in touch, buddy. So, all right. Well, you know what? I guess that moves us into another direction, Troy. Yeah, let's go to our next segment, I guess, right? Yep. A little help from our partners at Jib Jab. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, happy birthday. Oh, yes, it's your day. I hope that it's okay. Though it's so cliche, make good things come your way. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> the explosion. Oh, that's so, what just makes it all, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, a couple decent-sized birthdays today for uh, some sure. celebrities. Um, so today, um, we have Ben Affleck turning 48, and um, yeah. I'm not sure what you were talking about earlier, so you might you remember his name popping up, but then I, I just might have thought of what it was. It's the fact that he's dating J-Lo again. Oh, that's right. That is right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, that's, that's a big one. Yeah, so Ben Affleck dating uh, J Lo again, and at the age of forty eight, happy birthday to Ben Affleck. Yeah, and uh, this this one was interesting for today as well. Uh, the little man and the and the one that uh, <laughs> the, the little man complex was named yeah. after, right? The uh, Napoleon Bonaparte, and uh, so he would uh, he was born in seventeen sixty nine on this date. So he'd be two hundred and fifty two uh, years old. Two hundred fifty two years old. Yep, and uh, hasn't aged today in a hundred years. Oh my gosh, like he no. looks. I mean, he looks exactly the same as he did 100 years ago. Yeah, he's still that skeleton <laughs> look, right? <laughs> and the poor guy's uh, even shorter now, right? Yeah, I bet, I bet, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, he, you know, he didn't live uh, a very long life. Uh, he died in 1821, so what, 1769 to 1821, that would be, what, 52 years, yeah. you know, roughly? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know a lot about his, um, his history, but I wonder if um, – I'm almost guessing at that age he probably didn't die of natural causes. Well, you never know um, because back in the day they, you know, that's the, true. the average that's true. lifespan wasn't that long. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those were two pretty big birthdays today, and then um, I'm like, no, oh, that wasn't very many birthdays today. I was looking up something that I pulled up tomorrow, and I got two more names that are pretty, pretty, uh, yeah, high high status as well. We got Steve Carell. <laughs> celebrating his 58th, right? Did you expect him to be 58? I did not. Um. No, no, I didn't. Um, in fact, uh, how long? How old did you think he was? I would. I, I was, was going to say late forties, early fifties. Yeah, I was going like, to say. I was thinking like maybe around the same uh, same age as me. Yeah, but I guess he got to start late, right? Um, yeah, kind of. He didn't really hit his stride in acting until a little bit later in his career. So, I guess that's why. Yeah. Um, but then um, another big name, and uh, eh, you know, a little bit of controversy surrounds her wherever she goes, and that would be Madonna, and she will be turning sixty-two years old tomorrow. So yeah, you Budweiser. Uh, I was gonna try to play a, a YouTube, and a Budweiser commercial popped up. It's like, oh, oh, they're, of course, they're not sponsoring us. I'm not yeah. playing them at all. So yeah. they don't get a they don't get a they don't get a free sponsorship I gonna, here. I was going to sneak in an old timey yeah. uh, into the groove uh, Madonna song, but I got you. Well, yeah. hey, we we heard some Madonna at that at that '80s gathering we had last. Oh, month, I bet so, you did. Um, yeah, there was a couple of them. I, I don't think they played as many as I thought they would, but they did play some. Yeah. Um. So, I guess that'll lead us into, um. Our next interview coming up, huh? Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, the girl's only 15 years old. She's already played in front of uh, President Biden. Uh, she's uh, she's making some waves in the music industry. And I think she, I'm not sure if she moved to Nashville or doing a lot of her recordings from Nashville. We'll have to ask her about that. So. And you said she was a guest on Good Morning America? Um, you know what? As I was looking into I think it was some kind of like Nashville Weekly. Oh, gotcha. Um, but still a pretty big deal. 
Um, but I'll have to double. We'll we'll have to ask her all these questions as far as Absolutely. where she's talked and such. But this is a but song way, that she writes, and by the way, she's in a she's she writes all her music. And uh, this one is called "Tears Don't Stain" that she wrote this year. Yeah, and uh, what, fourteen or fifteen years old? Is that what I'm seeing here? She is fifteen years old. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, that's impressive. It is. So, but yeah, she's already making a, a name for herself. So good for her. Annabelle Marr, and her. We'll be talking with her later this week, and you'll hear that interview next week. Yep. Without a doubt. So, looking forward to it. And uh, we'll see. Um, it's kind of neat to see um, singers and, and stars and whatever when they're at that younger age. And, mm-hmm. and it's neat to see how they mature. Like, not only mature with their songwriting and their singing abilities and whatnot, but also with their maturity levels as far as how they conduct interviews with different people. Uh, I was actually watching some of her... Uh, interviews you know from past and you can definitely tell like a growth level with her as as mm-hmm. time spans she's getting a lot more comfortable chatting with people and uh, it's it's neat to see so awesome looking forward to it yes indeed so yeah that's Annabelle uh, Marr and her last name is spelled M-A-H-E-R so uh, yeah we'll look forward to it so, I guess that'll uh, be the nuts and bolts of the show here, Howie. Um, I guess yeah. we'll, we're going to leave with a little Jay Edwards here going home again. And like you said, uh, we can find his website, jedwardsmusic.net. Yeah. And um, here he is with I Ain't Broken uh, yes, closing indeed. us out today. And once again, listen to that voice, guys. Uh, you get addicted real quick. So, yeah, until next week, guys, stay tuned. There's a piece of me that still believes things happen for a reason. Throw my last five in the plate of church. I hope that works. This ain't my first time making dimes and spending dollars. Well, a little dirt never hurt this old blue collar. I brush off the dust when things get tough. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.